0: the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it, razzle-dazzle, touchdown
1: Houston, and the Texans go in front.
2: Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization, the best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. The ball
0: is out, the Texans say they have it, and they do!
2: Now, it's Texans All Access.
3: Oh, yeah, baby, it is. Welcome into a Monday edition of Texans All Access. I am an injected, loopy John (laughs) Harris at this moment. I cannot promise you that over the next hour, you may hear some things come out of my mouth that you're like, wait, are you okay, John? I cannot promise you I am. I'm not even sure I was supposed to do this show because about three hours ago, I texted Mark from the doctor's office saying, I can't stand up. It's the worst pain I've ever felt. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we're here, though. I'm here, and I know my uh, my partner is here as well, Mark Vandermeer. Mark, how are you doing this afternoon?
1: Wait, Johnny, are you unfit to be on the air? I mean. <laughs> I it makes for better radio, probably. <laughs> probably. I think, I think uh, I'm
3: okay. I w- took a couple of injections uh, about 3.30 about or 4 o'clock this afternoon. So, yeah, I mean, if we would have had to do the show at 3.30, Oh, it would have been the best show ever because every word out of my mouth would have been. Ugh!
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's that good was, radio. That, that been, that's not the audio. Where, that's not the audio we're here for. But, yeah. uh, you know, what did they give you? And did you bring enough to share with everybody?
3: Uh, no, Well, they in, they injected my buttocks um, or just above um, because I've got a uh, pretty bad bulging disc, apparently, um that i might need surgery on we'll see we're gonna do the injections to start and then see how that goes but the the level of pain went from uh, probably like a 9.8 9.9 at about 330 to now it's about a it's about a 2.5 right now so i mean it it did the trick it definitely did the trick so um, and I just got a text from my pharmacy saying that my other drugs are ready to go. So I should be fit as a fiddle in the morning, Mark, for sure. I should be fantastic in the morning as opposed to the way I was feeling this morning where I had to basically sit the whole show because I couldn't stand. Well, this afternoon I couldn't sit. I had, or I couldn't stand. I had to sit. So I don't know. It, it's weird. But either way, we've got you covered tonight. we got a great interview with Keon Cross Uh, that the cornerback did with Drew. And you talk about one of the true characters on this team. Keon Crossan is absolutely that guy. And a lot of times when the Texans make a deal or make a trade or they sign a guy, I always kind of look for at some point like, oh, that's why they signed this guy. Like, I see it. I've seen it from Keon Crossan. Not only can he fly, not only is he great on special teams, you just see the type of energy he brings to practice, and you're like, oh, okay, I see it. I get it. It absolutely makes sense. So with Keon Crossan sat with Drew for a great interview, so we'll have that for you in our next segment. We've got to go around the league because there is so much happening. There was a, a finality, if you will, kind of a conclusion to the false positive story that hit yesterday and struck about 10 or 11 teams. So we'll talk about that uh, amongst other things in the final segment but mark practice today training camp as i put my hands up in air quotes is nearing an end Mm. it's coming close to an end and it will end thursday night with the scrimmage at nrg stadium weather permitting and god willing your thoughts today as you watch practice i know i had a few what'd you think
1: uh, I think Watson looked very good to me today, and, and I think that they have diversity in the passing game. We we expected this. We hypothesized on it based on the weapons that they collected in the offseason when you have David Johnson and Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks and you mix them in with everybody else, and the tight end group improving from one year to the next. And I, I look at little things, Johnny. Kenny still spoke to the media today, and oh, Kenny yeah. Stills, you know, we don't include him sometimes in this group that – just got here last year. He just got here Labor Day weekend last year. So this is his first training camp with this team after a, an offseason of, okay, virtual stuff. But he and Watson clearly get along well on the football field and off. And I think that when you look at the weapons, when you look at Watson able to get surgical, and today he hit so many different receivers, I thought, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. There's a lot of different areas you can go to here. Now, the one thing about no hop, and I want to get your thoughts on this is, you know, Hop was the guy, and you know, I was just watching some playoff basketball with the Rockets, and it's too bad yeah. they lost to the Thunder. It's 2-2 now. Oh. But, you know, those big—it's not spoiler alert. I mean, did I just spoil it for everybody? No, did no, I, not at I'm all. I'm allowed to. I mean, No, it's no, the, no, 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 no. No. Okay. You're,
3: no, you're well within your rights. You're okay, well within okay. your rights. You're fine. I mean, it's
1: not, like it's, you're, fine. it's not like the Olympics back in the day where it's like, don't tell me what happened. I'm going to watch yeah. Jim McKay tonight no. or whatever. No, but, no, 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 no. But I think that, um, you, you know, I, I've always likened Hopkins to this basketball player in a, in the sense that you need a big bucket late, he, you're going to go to him, right? Mm, yeah. So who's Watson going to go to when he needs a big bucket? I think it's going to be an ensemble. I think it's going to be yes. Cobb. I think sometimes Cooks. It'll be Johnson sometimes, maybe one of the tight ends. But, you know, and that keeps the defense guessing because in the old days, if you will, last year, uh, you were trying to stop Hop. Now, he was able to not be stopped more often than not. But still, I think this gives you a lot of different options, and, and they were enjoying using them today. That's, that's my top takeaway from today.
3: I want to go back to Kenny Stills for a second. Okay. He, he was scheduled, the, the, the schedule for the media availability came out, I think uh, Amy Omar and Nathan sent that out at some point maybe two days ago. I think it was maybe yeah. two days ago. Either way, we got the notice of the media availability before uh, the unfortunate shooting that happened in Wisconsin last night. Mm -hmm. And Kenny said today at his interview, and and, and I want to make sure that I I say this properly because he he said this in his interview, but I could see it in his face as he walked in. There are about a thousand different places that Kenny Stills wanted to be other than sitting in front of that Zoom camera today yeah And mark i don't i mean he talked about he talked openly about his feelings about what not only he saw on saw there about at pra, being at practice today and something happened at practice and he, he just said something happened at practice that had nothing to like he said he kind of lost it during practice with something that didn't even have to do with practice you know but it was like the the last you know it was like the last you know, pull the Jenga board. It was like everything had led up to that mm. moment. It was like just the slightest little pull the Jenga board, little Jenga piece, was going to knock the whole thing down. And he said that's and he openly talked about it. So I knew when he sat down in that chair, and we've seen Kenny before, and, you know, Kenny always makes a beeline to me before every game. He's got a smile on his face, bright as can be. And I really grew to really like and respect Kenny Stills. And obviously this off season, he spoke up, he, he spoke up, a lot about social justice initiatives. Um, he spoke openly today about the arrest in Louisville. I can't remember a time, Mark, where I have listened to Houston Texan talk, and I was in the room. I was sitting. Oh, because I usually do my. I get yep. out of the studio because there are two Zoom interview interviews going on in the studio. So I come out of that. I come out of the 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 room and I sit in the media workroom and I so I can listen and I can listen to the player and I can see the player. Most of the time, I was back there typing and I'm listening. Today, I literally stopped what I was doing and I just watched. Because I don't know that I've ever been as engaged in wanting to listen to a player talk at a podium more than Kenny Stills today. He spoke so openly and so emotionally and so eloquently about what he's been facing because of the issues that face our world, he talked about the incident in Louisville. He talked about Breonna Taylor. Uh, he talked about this incident in Milwaukee. He talked about Roger Goodell. He talked about Bill O'Brien potentially taking a knee with the team. That's something that Bill said he would do, and you know Kenny spoke about that. And you could tell Kenny did not want to be there. And I give him credit because I listened to that interview, and I, I mean, I was sitting in the back, and I almost stood up and clapped because I was like, I don't know that I've heard an interview like that. And I don't want to take away from all the other Texans that have been up there that gave really emotional interviews, et cetera. But I don't know that I've ever heard one quite like that today. And I just was i was so proud that Kenny Stills is a Texan, that he's with us, you know, that he's on our team this year because the way that he spoke about equality, about just human beings, the way he spoke about his teammates, you can just tell that there's so much more – to Kenny than just he's a guy that'll go catch his passes from Deshaun Watson. You know, I don't know if you guys got that, Mm -hmm. you know, watching on the Zoom kind of the way I did, but I don't know, maybe I was just sitting there watching, but I just got that feeling when he was done. Like, I stopped completely writing and watched him the entire time.
1: Well, anybody who does what he's done and, you know, he's flown and protested and, you know, he moves his body around the country Mm -hmm. and participates in some of these protests, uh, and a lot of guys aren't going to do that, right? So he puts it all out there. He cares. Yeah. He's very passionate about this, and you know, good for him because yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is something he believes in, and obviously, it's something Roger Goodell believes in right now. And you know, Goodell yep. was on Emmanuel Lacho's show, um, and I, I thought that was really interesting. Were they in, they were in studio together?
4: Yeah,
3: I haven't. I don't think they I digitized seen, heard that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how they did that.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. But anyway, um, that was. You know, to ha- And Kenny was ske- – you're right, Kenny was scheduled to go up there wait- before this happened. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw that he was up there today, I thought – and I was supposed to get him one-on-one, but it was taking a long time, it, you know, yeah. first Jacob and then Kenny, and then I had a league-wide radio call, mm-hmm. uh, so I never got that. Yeah. Um, but I know he was up there, and look, he's a smart guy, and um, he's got a lot of friends on this team. He's got a lot of support yep. on this team. So, yep. uh, and, and I Johnny, from a football standpoint, I'll go back to that. I think he's so valuable here. Absolutely. His contribution, you know, from day one he's been making those contributions and you know, he's a tough guy uh and I think that it, you could just tell his teammates really like being around him.
3: You know, this is it it's very it's easy cuz I know we do it for other teams. It's really easy to talk about guys that well, that guy's a trade asset. I mean, how how often did we hear this off season? Well, you know, one of the things you can do to help your cap is you know I'd trade Kenny Stills. You know, he makes you know X amount or whatever it is this year, and trade that guy. And you know, there's and I and I get I get that. You I mean you could? I mean, theoretically, that sounds fantastic. But you just said it. He is so widely respected. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see he and Laramie do you know a handshake in the huddle. You know, whenever they go out there together. You know, Deshaun has worked with them all off season. I, I mean, p- guys, guys love that. I mean, they love him, and I could imagine if you if you traded him. I mean, he's become such a valuable piece. I mean, you think of if you think of the biggest plays that were made in la- last season. Kenny has got how many of them? I mean, the Tennessee mm-hmm. two touchdowns, the New Orleans uh, touchdown, the uh, the one against um, the New England Patriots, the touchdown after Fuller's yeah. was ruled out of bounds. Right. I mean, he's. He was the author of a number of different big plays. I mean in London when we can't really get anything going. He's the only guy getting things done. And Yep.
1: And hurt too.
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and went back into the game and I'm like, I remember yeah. telling you in the um uh in your ears like Kenny's back in. I don't know how, but well, he's back mm-hmm. in. And, you know, he's that he's that kind of guy. So uh I'm definitely glad that we got to hear from him today. I thought he was uh, I thought he was was just flat out excellent today, Mark. I, when I think about guys that that really stood out to me, I watched a lot of the O line, D line do work today, because I feel like I've been watching a lot of the wide receivers. I've been watching a lot of one on ones, just because kind of the way practice is going on. And I don't want to talk too much about well, this offense lineman lost in pass rush, this defense lineman won, and you know sometimes when it looks like a guy won, he really lost, and vice versa. But I went down and I watched a lot of the O line d-line today and you know jacob martin was another guy who he spoke today as well mark he said he's put on 21 pounds
1: i found that hard to believe i mean that's 21. that's no joke i know for some of these guys like if you're big z you know one of the d yeah. linemen and you put on 20 pounds that could mean a big stack of pancakes in the morning yeah right exactly yeah. But for Jacob Martin, it's not like he's 187 pounds. But still, that's, that's – and it's not weight that – I'm not retaining water, folks. This is <laughs> muscle weight, okay? This is yeah. the real deal. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that, I found that surprising.
3: I watched him – and the reason I bring him up, I watched him in pass rush. And, Mark, I cannot see a way that in true pass rush downs, 54 is not on the field. Like, he is a handful. I mean, first of all, he's got speed off the head. Like, he's got a first step. Like, I don't think anybody we've had here with the Texans. I mean, J.J. gets to the quarterback. And J.J.'s quick for a guy 300 pounds. But even J- J.J. doesn't have a first step like Jacob Martin does. I mean, when he hits that first step, if you're slow off the ball as a tackle, he is by you. I mean, you could forget it. You've got no chance because even if you want to turn at that point and get hands on him, he drops that inside shoulder and you don't touch anything, he goes right by you. And that's what he did for the sack against the Bills. He can be an absolute problem. I mark if we thought if we went through like a list of X factors for this team. I think Jacob Martin's ability to rush the quarterback is a massive X factor for this defense.
1: Oh, I mean, you're right. X factor meaning something that you really. It's hard to quantify right now, but it could be something that's really significant this year. It was significant in the playoff game. It was significant at times last year. We talked about some near plays, the one against New Orleans. Knocking Mahomes' arm in the Chiefs game, the regular season one, huge play. So, you know, those those are big plays. Let's see some more this year. Uh, you know, you still have Grenard to throw in there. You have year one to year two of Who? I mean, you have a lot of stuff that you're not 100% positive it's going to come through, but you have a lot of little irons in the fire here. And I, I do believe that, you know, you get two out of those three really paying dividends in the pass rush, and it could be special.
3: Yeah, no doubt. Another guy that I thought stood out today, and I, I saw Aaron Reese tweet this a little while ago. And so I'm not piggybacking off of that because I wrote about this, and I had it written down on my notes. I think Lonnie Johnson has made some really significant improvement. He played the majority of the day, if not all the day, playing outside, playing the the outside corner spot opposite Bradley Roby today. And he had the interception on Sunday in the back of the end zone. We talked about that. But then today he made a play down on the south end zone or near the south end zone. They gotten down into the red zone and he was playing off coverage and they just ran a little speed out. I think it was Steve Mitchell. He just ran a little speed out. And Steve's fast. It's this a little speed out. You know, you don't break. You just kind of bend it to the out. Deshaun throws it to the sideline. And you make the catch. Got go out of bounds. 22 tap. You get 5-7 yard game. And somehow Lonnie made a break on that ball and nearly picked it off. But was able to go knock it down. And I thought, I never see corners do. You never see corners do that. I mean, on, this, on, that, on that route, with mm-hmm. ball in the middle of the field, you hardly ever see corners do that. And I saw Lonnie make that break, and I went, whoa. That, that was impressive. If you get Lonnie Johnson covering on the outside like that, and we just talked about Jacob Martin. You talked about the two or three things that could happen. You know, who making the jump. Lonnie Johnson making the jump from year one to year two, Takes this defense from being where it was last year at least five notches above. I mean, in I mean, I, I I mean you can play him a lot of different places across the board, but if he's covering the outside like that at that size and weight, forget about it. This this secondary is going to be a whole heck of a lot better than anybody ever thought if he's doing that.
1: Oh yeah. And look, factor in Roby's good practice today, because yeah, he looks spry out there. Uh, you know, I just think Vernon Hargraves is really interesting because in the slot, what he's able to bring, all that talent, you know, finding a home. You know, they know he knows they want him here. I, I think it's um, it's a good match. It Look, we all know the secondary had some issues last year. And I, Johnny, when you think about where this secondary is personnel wise from two years ago, I mean, Justin Reed was a rookie and there, there's been a complete overhaul since then. But yeah. they're always tight. They're always talking. It's uh, we've always said this. It's the second closest, maybe the closest on some teams group on the team next to the offensive line. I would say the DBs are next. And this appears to be a tight group and they are making plays. Uh, But the problem for them out there in practice is they're going up against number four. Every time he makes a play, I'm thinking, well, listen, defense. I mean, it's it's Watson. But you are facing Mahomes and Jackson weeks one and two. So get ready. Buckle up. Because this is it. You're going to see yeah. somebody like this. You know, not exactly like him, but somebody really good.
3: Oh, but somebody's got a groin issue.
1: Oh boy. Somebody's it... got a groin issue. Oh, <laughs> I never
3: thought
5: I'd
1: be so Listen, happy to say that. I've I, been I, I, accused. I don't been accused wish of for enough... injury. I don't wish for yeah. injury at all. But right, if there's right. any
3: injury that I don't mind, Lamar Jackson having a groin injury is probably the a number one at the top is a number one at the top <laughs> of the list.
1: Not going to ruin his career. Me. No, uh, but it'll
3: slow him down. A little, little bit. little Listen, bit. little bit. Just, just saying.
1: I've taken enough heat today for uh, my Andrew Luck takes because this is the one-year anniversary <laughs> of his retirement, and I said this is next to the birth of my children as the happiest day of my life. Uh, and I like Andrew, except when I interviewed him the first time and he said, yeah, I listened to you when I was growing up. No. That really hurt. That really hurt a lot. <laughs> But uh, it was also special, you know, because I like his dad and everything. I yeah. visited with his dad. I visited with Oliver Um, at – I went to one Roughnecks game. And then oh, wow. they folded up shop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm the cooler. I'm the yeah. cooler for that league. Well, that was COVID-related, of course. Yeah, but of course. Um, it was great to see Oliver.
3: Yeah, he Oliver's, – Oliver's fantastic. You know, when you bring up the Andrew Luck thing,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I remember – I just interviewed Hop on the sidelines and – it's so amazing how news travels in our, you know, in our, in our present because I just interviewed hop and I'm standing there and I'm listening to you and I'm like, okay, well, what is it? And then I hear you say it. and It took you, you know, it took you a little while to kind of get through it. I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. I look over on the sideline and there is a congregation of about 20 Texans. And they're all looking over someone's shoulder. And I'm like, what are they doing? And then I I could see, I I hear, I could hear them. I kind of pulled the headphone aside. I hear them talking about Andrew Luck. And, I mean, it was Mm -hmm. not a minute, minute and a half after you had said it. And there's this whole group. And, I mean, just the look on their face is like, oh, my God. And, I mean, it was such a crappy night in Dallas. But I just remember that group of about 20 Texans that weren't playing that night or had finished playing. And they are just kind of chit-chatting, just like, Oh, my God. Did you see the news? you see the news? Lux retired. Lux reti- I mean, it was, it was so incredibly bizarre, bizarre to see, to see it filter through our sideline yep. that way, knowing that, well, this year we're not going to have to play that guy. Like, oh, th- it was like, for me, it was like, I'll believe it when I see it. But the second part yeah. of that was, oh, man, can you imagine not having to face him anymore?
1: I might have gotten emotional. so scary to face. I don't know if I was emotional on the air. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I have something to tell you. I'm so happy. Uh, I don't know if I was like that or not, but there was a sense of disbelief as well. I mean, it was kind of like the five stages of death because yeah. – or the pro boxer retirement. You know, I'm retiring until yeah, yeah, my next yeah, yeah. good fight comes along. Or, I, you know, Gronk retirement. You know, even though that right. hadn't happened yet, uh, that the Gronk comeback hadn't happened yet, you just get the sense that – and maybe, look – Maybe next year, Luck decides to come back. I doubt it, but I was worried about that. I was wondering if he would come back. And now you get the. I guess they still own his rights because yeah. I don't know how long those last, those reserve retirement rights last, but they got to last a while. Otherwise, plenty of guys would sit out a year and then opt to go to another team, you know, become yeah. an unrestricted free agent or whatever. But good for him. I hope he's happy. And uh, the Colts obviously move on with Phillip Rivers, trying to build something else at quarterback. Brissett was not what they needed last year, and they're still very dangerous. I think I think they are I don't want to call them sleeping giant or anything like that, but the Colts are the Colts. This is going to be a battle. And you know what we've never had? We've had victories up there, Johnny, but you know what we have not had? A, a victory decisive here. victory. And lately yeah. Well, you had one here last year. You had the twenty to seventeen oh, yeah, Thursday right. nighter. Well, uh, to
3: that to that end, you're right, decisive victory. What well, doesn't matter? pick pick any game that we have played with them the last how many ever years
1: they're always close even losses they're all close right yeah all
3: of them every every uh, single game with the colts has been uh i now the 2017 now the, i know we were driving in 2017 to go in a game so i know that was with when within a score i don't remember i think the, the one up there the last game was a, like a nine point yeah
5: i think i that think that was
1: that was a real clunker you just wanted to get out of the season you know, maybe you could end it with a little, you know, something, a little boost. But then we had the Rick Smith story right after the game. It broke instantly as we oh. got on the bus. Yeah. And that was just one of those times. But it's funny. You remember where you were when certain things happened, you know, when certain yeah. stories break. And that's one of those moments.
3: Yeah. I mean, that was that was such. A, OK, so here we go. Mm-hmm. So the yeah, that, that goes back to it, two. So we beat him by three. Yep. They beat us by seven mm-hmm. Wild card game. They beat us by two touchdowns. OK. Then it was three-point deficit, mm-hmm. three-point win, nine-point mm. loss. That was 2017. Lost by six. Then we beat them in 2016 by five. We beat them in 2016 by three. We beat them by six. They beat us by seven. Mm-hmm. They beat us by seven. They beat mm-hmm. us by five. And you have to go all the way back to 2013. Up and there. in 2013, there was a 25-3 to three loss, but then it's 7 well, and then it starts to kind of open yeah. up a little bit um at that point, but I mean my good they're all one one score games, yep, with the exception of the one that didn 't count in two thousand and seventeen and the one that really really counted in two thousand and eighteen in the
1: playoffs yeah. I mean this is it that's that 's the rival right there. I know the Titans and the natural rivalry, but to me, the Colts and the fact that they have such an outstanding record against this football team over the course of history and all all the history with Indianapolis and Peyton Manning and everything uh. I just I can't stand them, Johnny.
3: And the thing about it is in those games, in a few of those games, one team has had a significant lead, as in two touchdowns yep. or more.
1: Yep, and you find a way to come back, or they find a way to come yeah, back. And, uh, exactly. Yeah.
3: So you might as well just buckle up for 60 full minutes. My goodness. guy who buckles it up for 60 full minutes is Keon Cross. And you see him on special teams. You also, at practice, see him dancing a lot. We'll have that interview with Drew with Keon Cross next, right here in Texans All Access.
2: Don't miss a single thing on your favorite team. Follow us on Twitter at Houston Texans.
6: This is Texans Radio. Even now, while we're distancing, your body needs to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are ready with advanced technology and imaging to deliver custom treatment plans safely and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving, because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist. Leading medicine. What do you call a group of friends who spend every Sunday huddled around the TV for hours, wearing horns on their heads and blue and red paint on their faces, jumping with a Miller Light in one hand and a hot barbecue short rib in the other, while proudly chanting, we are Texans. You call it Miller Time in Houston. Here's to the Texans. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
0: Hey Houston, this is Keith here from Papa John's and are you hungry? I know I am. I always am. That's why we're always coming up with new products just for you. New pizzas, they're delicious. And now we're going to try our new Papadilla. If you haven't had a Papadilla yet, you got to try one. They come in all kinds of different flavors, but now we have the new grilled buffalo chicken Papadilla. It's spicy. It comes with grilled chicken, onions, and buffalo sauce. It sounds great. It is great. Give it a try today. Only six bucks. The new grilled buffalo chicken Papadilla at Papa John's.
7: How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. We gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right. From the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G ultra wide Band available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis during the period of January 31st through April 30th, 2020. 25-time analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence data
8: Q2 2020.
2: Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio.
8: Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today. And we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash Light the Way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way.
7: PUCt number one zero 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 seven.
0: I'm Cynthia Nunez Colbert, President and CEO of Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Galveston-Houston. This is our story. Prior to February, Catholic Charities was doing our normal business. I can tell you, every day I know, we make a difference. But then came March. We were wondering how we'd make it. We had to look carefully at our budget, at our resources, and thankfully applied for a PPP loan. I'll tell you, it's made all the difference. Thank you, Amogee Bank.
4: Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, NA member FDIC official business bank of the houston texans
1: the mission of the houston texans foundation is to be champions for houston's youth on texans tuesdays throughout the season texans players spend their only day off in the community meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for houston last year texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education character development and health and fitness to empower the next generation of texans For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash community.
8: Chiefs is 17 days away. The countdown to the Champions gets closer as every second ticks by. The taste of revenge is in the air, and we're providing the critical Texans news you need to know as this historic preseason leads up to Kansas City. Oh. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610.
2: You're listening to Texans All Access. For the latest stories and videos on your Houston Texans, check out HoustonTexans.com.
3: All right, let's get back into it. John here, Mark there, Mark one of, man, I got to say one of my favorite people to watch during practice is Keon Cross, a guy who joined the Texans from the Patriots last year, he is a ball of energy.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, Johnny, <laughs> he really is. I mean, he's this guy is impossible not to notice on the football field. Where's number 35? You're going to see him plenty this season, especially on special teams, and Drew Doherty had a chance to visit with him.
4: Keon, great to see you now. We're going to talk a lot of football, but first things first, what is with all the dancing that you're doing in practice you look you look energized what's the deal
9: oh man just i mean the preparation you know the work you put in in the off season um just to see it flourish uh see your teammates you know that i've been working out with um we've all been working man and like this is an uncommon time and you know how do you adjust how do you adapt um you know we talk about them team meetings and the thing is man you adapt you adapt with energy you adapt with um persistence consistency and uh You know, just doing your job every day, man. That's what I try to do, bring the energy to the team and, you know, just get guys going because at the end of the day, you know, hey, we got to bring our own energy this year. I mean, no fans. I mean, we got to do what we got to do. So, Hey, I I don't mind taking on that role.
4: Yeah. It looks like a lot of fun. looks like a a lot of juice so to speak as Bill O'Brien likes to call that or use that term, Mm -hmm. but tell me about your off season. You know, it's finally here getting to practice, but there was a long time without football how did you get ready for the football aspect of 2020? Where were you and what were you doing?
9: You know, I, I kind of started maybe like in March, I want to say. I um, went down to Miami, man, trained a lot down there, um, you know, just to get a different environment setting. Worked some speed work down there with uh, XPE. I, I, um, then I came back April and I pretty much stayed here and worked out with with our team, um, strength staff, Mike Eubanks, and, you know, those guys. And, uh you know, just putting the work every day, man, I actually um, invested this year in a nutritionist. Um, so I picked up probably about like a 12, 12 solid uh, pounds of muscle. So I'm pretty solid right now. I mean, that's probably where the confidence coming to coming from, too, just because uh, I was always light 170, and uh, now I'm finally at the goal I want to be at and, you know, trying to sustain that. But uh, other than that, you know, training hard. There was some ups and downs as far as training-wise because, you know, I think we supposed to start in July 27th, and that guy kind of, was it, was it you know, would it start, would it not start, you know? So just kind of, you know, like I said, adapt, man. And that's kind of what I did the whole offseason.
4: When you factor in that 12-pound gain of muscle, and you also factor in that this time 365 days ago, you weren't even in Houston. You were, you were with another team. How optimistic are you for what you're able to do? Because you did come here last year, and you were very, very important to the success of what happened here last year. But how much more optimism is there just, for yourself?
9: I'm sure I can do a lot. Um, curious, curious uh, to see. I know my play's gotten better. And like I said, that, that's a that's a grant to my nutrition staff, man. They, they've done a great job to the strength staff. You know, but, you know, I'm versatile. Uh, obviously, a special team guy, but now on defense, I'm able to sustain and, you know, go in different positions. Um, so, you know, like I said, you know, the coach is doing what they can to put us in great positions. And I'm, I'm going to do what I can to make sure I make the play when the time comes.
4: Yeah, you know, top to bottom, the wide receiver core, they give you guys quite a test. I mean, what's that been like so far in camp going against some of those guys? And I'm not just saying at the tip-top like Will Fuller, but all the way through.
9: Oh, man, um, like I said, we got a great receiver receiver core, man. Um, those guys come out every day, work hard. They push us. Um, you know, uh, I think it was early in camp. Um, you know, they're making the routes kind of look the same, um, and it's like, you know you can tell that they've been put in work they actually are getting, being coached um taking coaching well and you know applying it to the field so uh you know they do a great job um a lot of competitors over there i mean Cobb. you got cooks will you know dc you got a lot of guys over there uh kiki i mean stevie i mean even to you know chad it's a lot of guys over there that can compete um even to the new guys coming on they are their competitors and uh, that's, what, that's what we're about. Smart, tough, dependable baby.
4: Yeah, and that's also the case on special teams as well. You know, there's a new new face, but he's not really a new face to you guys. Tracy Smith, now the coordinator. How has that transition been going from Brad Sealy to Tracy? Because he said he wanted that transition to be imperceptible to the human eye.
9: I mean, man, I mean, you can't really tell the difference. Um, and I mean, even when, you know, Coach Seeley was here, I mean, you know, Tracy played a huge role in the special team game. And um, you know he's got a lot of respect from the guys. Um, I, I mean, we he, we know that he knows what he's talking about, and uh, we're gonna go wheel and get after it this year, uh, special teams, new face or not. Uh, we, we got a lot of trust and belief in him as he doing us.
4: You know, I, I had to start laughing last week because I I heard Bill O'Brien say that you talk a lot of trash to him. I was a little oh, bit surprised because I know you, and I was a little surprised by that in a good way. But what? What sort of trash are you talking to the head coach?
9: Um, you know, man, like I said, you know, I think coach put it put it the best way, man. I'm a competitor. Um, you know, I know he's an offensive guy, uh, and I know he, I mean, he, as a head coach, he he's all around, uh, from offense, defense, special teams, he cares about all of them. But you know, I know he was an OC at one point, and uh, you know, I just I, I just try to challenge him, man, uh, cause you know it, I don't think the coaches get, I don't think people want to challenge coaches as much because they're the coach, you know what I mean? But I think there's a respect factor where, um, you know, I understand, okay, he's a head coach, but also, you know, he's challenging me to be a better player. And I think we all challenge him to be, you know, a great coach as he is, man. I mean, however many AFC um, South titles, I mean, guys phenomenal, man. And uh, he's a competitor and, uh, you know, I think that's what we get along so well. And I'm a competitor and, uh. Just a lot of good trash talk, man. I mean, just some good trash talk, competitive, and uh, but much love to him, and I, I mean, I, I love that guy.
4: So he's a pretty good trash talker. Which of your teammates, though, are the best trash talkers in your estimation?
9: Oh, oh me, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> besides I'm the best you, the But besides um, you, who
4: else?
9: Oh, let's see. That's, you know, can we do offense and defense? Uh, anybody. All right. Um, anybody. If I would say defense, I'll start defense. Um, You know, I got to put Bradley Roby on the the scale. He talks a little much here. Uh, You know, he he can give it to you, um, Hmm. especially when you're not expecting it. And um, maybe let's see for the offense. I would say, you know, I've actually heard Cooks a lot more. Um, He's actually starting to bring out his personality a little bit. So (laughs) I would say Cooks, because Cobb's a little kind of, he's kind of silent in a way. Cook's starting to talk a little bit here, him and uh, Kenny.
4: Good to know, so Cook's and Kenny, yeah. all right. And then going beyond the team, non-Texans, best trash talker you've ever encountered?
9: I would say probably Julian. <laughs> just, okay. I, that guy talks a lot. All right. That guy talks a lot.
4: And he's backed it up. He certainly has backed
1: yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah, he has, Johnny. Uh, Edelman, <laughs> I like hearing that, and I like hearing about Talking Trash with Bill O'Brien. I mean, I'm, I'm sure OB, we've never asked him about crossing and Talking Trash to him, but I'm sure he'd have something to say, and we'll do it during the first Bill O'Brien show, which is happening two weeks from tonight.
3: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, you're
1: right. It is. That's week Holy one. That's stuff. Labor Day. We're going to be live on Labor Day all day long. And we will have the Bill O'Brien show. It'll be a week earlier than usual. But, hey, why not? Start it up, baby. Let's go.
3: Heck, yeah, let's go. No doubt. All right, we get back. We got to go around the league. We got to discuss this false positive situation that turned out to be a good learning lesson for the NFL. And Earl Thomas, maybe there's a little bit more behind the scenes with the Ravens' safety, former Seahawks than anyone new. Mike Silver dove into that NFL.com. We'll get into that as well. Next, right here on Texas Will Access.
2: Download the Texans mobile app for news, videos, alerts, and more on your Houston Texans.
7: Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans!
0: Welcome to Louisiana's Largest Casino Resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet.
6: public speaking, getting stranded at sea, gas station bathrooms, venomous snakes, paying too much for a bed that isn't right for you. These are the most common fears in America. That's why Mattress Firm came up with the rest assured promise. So you'll find the right bed at the right price, guaranteed. And during our Labor Day sales, save up to 50% on America's best-selling brands like Sealy and more. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations and only while supplies last. Some products only available online. Visit MattressFirm.com for more details.
4: stay connected with the houston texans and join the stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories each month stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences tickets autographed team memorabilia and more visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up make sure you follow the texans on facebook twitter instagram and snapchat and take the texans with you wherever you go with the texans app and never miss an update
2: More Texans Radio is on the way.
0: To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style.
8: Texans Chiefs is 17 days away. The countdown to the champions gets closer as every second ticks by. The taste of revenge is in the air. And we're providing the critical Texans news you need to know as this historic preseason leads up to Kansas City. Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio six ten.
2: Standout performance and all the right moves. This is Bill O'Brien, head coach of the Houston Texans. I'm not talking football. I'm talking about the BMW two Series Grand Coupe with its twin power turbo technology, highly responsive handling, complementary scheduled maintenance for three years or thirty six thousand miles. You'll always go for the long drive. BMW the official luxury car of the Houston Texans. Take advantage of exceptional
7: offers today. Visit HoustonBMWDealers.com for details.
10: The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with the 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique bowl week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com.
2: Fear of missing out is a real thing. Don't have FOMO when it comes to your favorite team? Follow the Houston Texans on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat.
3: Oh, yeah. Get your social media on with the Texans. We have so much for you at all three of those. And be on. Mark, on Sunday. was it, uh, no, it was just, I can't remember. The days are all running together. But over the weekend, I'll put it this way. Earl Thomas, all-pro safety, former all-pro safety for the Seahawks, now at the Ravens. Well, he is now formally with the Ravens. After apparently the leadership council of the Baltimore Ravens met with uh, John Harbaugh and said, uh, "Yeah, he's got to go." So Earl Raven or Earl Thomas released from his contract, terminated mm-hmm. from his contract. The language that the Ravens put out on Twitter, everybody was like, "Oh, well, it's clear from that statement." that they're going to come after the $10 million guarantee. So, of course, at that point, Ian Rappaport said, well, three teams that could be interested, the Cowboys, the 49ers, and the Texans. And I just was like, nope. There's <laughs> got to There's gotta be more to this story. Well, apparently there is. Mike Silver mm-hmm. tweeted this and wrote about this for the NFL Network. Two days before his practice altercation with teammate Chuck Clark, Earl Thomas said he was late to a meeting. Because he had to get his car washed.
1: Yeah. Well, he had to get important. his
3: car washed. And apparently what ha- what had happened was he had kind of complained or groused about the fact that a meeting was too close to practice because he had to go get his car washed and he wasn't going to be able to make it back for the meeting. Well, that apparently is what set Chuck Clark off. Now, this isn't the first time, but apparently in that meeting they went over a particular scheme Earl Thomas wasn't there. He was supposed to cover a guy. He blitzed. Clark then was caught out of position. Clark threw his helmet. That just ticked off this whole hornet's nest of stuff. And then those two got into it out on the field, and the Ravens said goodbye.
1: Wait. Hang on a second. Did they know that he missed the meeting where they went over the scheme because he wanted to get his car washed before he got on the field for that practice?
3: Now, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. All right. See, that I'm, I I'm
1: wondering about that because, you know, when you behave a certain way, it's like the old disciplinarian says, I don't punish you, you punish you. You know the rules. Yeah. If you break them, you're punishing yourself. So there it is. Yeah. It's one of those situations.
3: Now, my guess, my guess is that Chuck Clark knew. That's my guess. Knew
1: that he got his car washed.
3: N- well, he knew that, there was, that he missed that meeting for some inane reason.
1: Bad reason, because
3: right. if if Earl Thomas was getting treatment or you know had a family thing or yeah. whatever, I don't think Chuck reacts that way. I mean, if you've seen the video, you see Clark just rip his helmet off and throw it like he he's furious, mm-hmm. and that of course is what kind of sets this whole thing in motion. And oh by the way, guess who put that out on Instagram, Earl Thomas? Um, which I don't know why he did that because it just makes him look even worse. But my guess is Chuck Clark's reaction to it, he really only reacts if he knows or has a pretty good inkling that Thomas missed that meeting because there was some, you know, nonsensical reason that he was doing it. So yeah. that's, my, that's my guess, that Clark had some idea. Maybe the DBs had an idea like, okay, Earl's not here. Why the heck is he not here? Uh, they're, you know, and maybe he's done that before. Uh, and apparently there were, there were other issues there, but Earl Thomas, no longer a member of the Baltimore Ravens. And as I was in the car driving to the doctor today, show brought that up with Clint right off the bat. And it's hard because the Texans got brought up. He's from West Orange Stark. That's, I guess we're, I guess we're closer to West Orange Stark than West Orange, West Orange Stark is in New Orleans, but Earl grew up as a Cowboys fan either way, but. You know, coming back to Texas was something apparently Earl wanted to do. Oh, well, the Texans, man, could they need some safety help? Would they take on a safety? And my immediate reaction was, if the leadership council of the team said, Coach, this guy's got to go, and you yeah. know how good Earl Thomas is, there's no way in heck I'd want him anywhere near this organization. It's the
1: It's the Ravens we're talking about. If you can't make it with the Ravens culturally, right, yeah. attitude-wise, exactly, where are you going at that point? Maybe New England, I don't know. But, you know, New England doesn't hang with you for very long either. You know, it's right. one or two mistakes and you're gone, maybe just one mistake, you know. Right. They, they've they taken some risks. They've taken multiple risks with Josh Gordon, and that's kind of a different risk than somebody like this, or right. and it's a different risk than Antonio Brown. I get it. Uh, but they've taken risks. But with the Ravens, Uh, They clearly wanted him out of the building, no question about it. This is unacceptable behavior. Look, everybody's got dirty cars. Everybody wants to go to the car wash. I'm sure they all do. We all want to go to the car wash, Earl. You know what? You're just going to have to wait a little bit longer. I get the frustration. It rains. You get the little dirt droplet markings on your car. You want to take care of it. Maybe you need the vacuum, too. Oh, my gosh, you can't stand it. And you miss a meeting, and then you blow a coverage. Oh, my goodness. And now you're off the team. How I mean, about it's
3: that? So- I mean, I know people hear that. They're like, ah, BFD, you miss a meeting. I mean,
1: it's no. training camp. That's Come what on. you no. do. No. no, you can't no, miss a you, meeting. You can't miss that. Well, dear, any- anybody listening who has a job. Can you miss a meeting for anything other than, like, what you said, a family matter a really good excuse, a doctor's appointment? You have a horrible back situation. You still make all the – I mean, look, no, you can't miss a meeting. You can't do it.
3: Now, one of the biggest stories, Mark, in the last couple days in the NFL Mm -hmm. were the 77 positive COVID-19 tests that came back from a bioreference lab in New Jersey. This hit Sunday morning and i follow brad biggs on twitter who covers the bears for Chicago tribune and he said i got a notice at 733 that i was allowed into practice 805 he gets to house hall and he finds out he can't go in and nobody is allowed in and he was like i don't know what's going on maybe they changed their mind he kind of he he had kind of a funny reaction to it well the bears were one of those teams that sends their their uh, results to bioreference lab up in new jersey it's about 10 or 11 teams They're all impacted, 77 positives. Well, then, as teams started doing some investigation, they started realizing, wait a second, we need to test all these individuals again. Something doesn't seem right. Well, the reason that it didn't seem right was the fact that the NFL, from August 12th through August 20th, had done 58,397. 58,397 COVID-19 tests of those 23,260 to players zero players tested positive only six positive cases came from the other 35,000 so that was really what kind of tipped off the NFL like hey wait a second something is kind of wrong so they went back my reference did and tested all those 77 again and they all came back negative and they found some sort of contaminant or something contaminated the process and that's why they were able to get uh, they were unable to get the right results for that but there's two things number 1 those 77 tests you could see the NFL protocol at work and how each team sort of handled it but the fact that they were then able to test those 77 again and do it in a in a rapid manner in pretty much 24 hours realizing, hey, those are negative tests. By the way, one of those tests was Cleveland Browns coach, Kevin Stefanski. Uh, and he actually, oh when he heard he was positive, he was like, huh?
8: Yeah.
7: They went out I to
3: practice. That's... Vance Joseph, I think Vance Joseph, no, no, no. Uh, Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator, ran practice as Stefanski sat out. They did all the tests again, found he's negative, And those guys and those staff members are all back at practice. So um, everything, it, it looked bad. And you kind of thought, oh, gosh, here we go. But they got back. The protocols seemingly are working, Mark. But when I heard 58,000 tests have been administered and six positives, six, six positives from all that, Mark, I, I would have never thought that, never thought that in any way, shape or form that that was going to happen this year.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they were doing a remarkable job. I mean, you look, we didn't have to adjust the video. We made a video of Bill O'Brien saying so far we've had no positives. I think we shot it two weeks ago, right? Yeah. yeah. And we ran a special last night where we included that scene. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I was sweating it out. I was like, we're going to have to re-edit this thing. They're going to have yeah. a positive.
5: Broadcast curse.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, no, curse. it played, and yeah. it was still accurate. No problem. So, I mean, no problem. Let's just hope. It's one day at a time. <laughs> just get through it and and be diligent like they yeah. always say you know you just got to be careful and the, do the social distancing and everything else and don't get it don't test positive let's have this thing play let's have this league kick off and complete its season
3: and show everybody how it is supposed to be done mark as always thank you my friend jake back Thanks. in the studio you did an excellent job we will be back in the morning 8 to 10, another training camp practice. Mark and I will carry you through. We'll have the general on with us uh, at, uh, I believe, either 8.30 or 9.30. So you've got to stay for all two hours. You'll, yes. see, you'll hear him, and you'll hear everything else we got for you. Make sure you tune in. Thank you for listening, everybody. And as always, go Texans.
2: This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.
6: K-I-L-T-K-I-L-T-F-M-H-T-2-Houston What do you call a group of friends who spend every Sunday huddled around the TV for hours wearing horns on their heads and blue and red paint on their faces jumping with a Miller Light in one hand and a hot barbecue short rib in the other while proudly chanting We Are Texans You call it Miller Time in Houston Here's to the Texans Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
5: July's Houston Texans Star of Courage Award, presented by Apache, will be presented to Houston Fire Department firefighter and EMT Joshua Templeton. For the past seven years, Templeton has gone above and beyond to serve the Houston community. During Hurricane Harvey, he went door by door on a boat for three days straight, helping and rescuing those in need. And he has continued to dedicate his life to serving the Houston community and ensuring everyone's safety during this challenging time. The Houston Texans and Apache would congratulate him for being our July Star of Courage. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt
6: with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce. And just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger.
0: Welcome to Louisiana's Largest Casino Resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet.
7: The Houston Texans and Amegy Bank have teamed up to present the Small Business Boost. This program supports small businesses with $5,000 and Texans promotional assets. The first winner is Three Brothers Bakery, founded in 1949, and now with three locations in Houston, it has survived natural disasters, a pandemic, and stands on the shoulders of Holocaust survivors. Through this challenging time, they have continued to support their team and help other small businesses. For more info and to nominate a small business, visit HoustonTexans.com slash businessboost.
4: Hey, Texans fans, are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans.
5: Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to life.
0: Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just $24,575. Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details.
5: With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual Urgent Care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us.
10: To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Successful projects depend on an efficient and effective approach.
7: From power generation, manufacturing, oil, gas and chemicals, and more. RefChem, a wholly owned subsidiary of Burns & McDonnell, provides ideal construction solutions for the challenges you face safely, on time, and within budget. As a premier heavy industrial service contractor, RefChem is committed to delivering quality projects in Houston. burnsmcd.com slash Texans
10: the tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with the 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique Bowl Week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the waitlist today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com.
2: This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.